I always back myself and it's not easy. Um, I definitely think that I've felt a pressure here the last two weeks that I've honestly never ever felt in my life the way it's been lingering on. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Gaelic football on Off The Ball with AIB proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship check out hashtag the toughest for more yeah well if any time between uh, half four and half five at Croker on Saturday uh, Tyrone need to summon some spirit and courage to get over the battle with Kerry and maybe um, this man on the big screen uh, at the game might help Ryan McMenamin how are you? Oh, oh the best Johnny the best it's giving you a good. That's giving you a good motivational start to this interview, anyway. Oh, it has. It has. It definitely. See, it's definitely giving me a lift. You know, I haven't heard that in a long time. Like, you know, so I feel good about myself now. You know, I can. <laughs> what have you been up to since Cavan and Down? Yeah, um, looking on the on the day we're beat by the better team. Just you, we beat them in the league earlier on, and I think they think they turned it around. Now we had a with a few injuries with. With big Paddy being out and look on on the day you we didn't take your chances and we we're like we were beating you you just move on with it. It's it's tough, but you move on with it. Why did you make it down? Um look I thought they were very good. They were probably they were defensively well set up was what we were expecting. And we expected that they were just that they were gonna break on the counter all the time and we probably did what we we told the boys not to do. We knew they were going to get 15 inside the 45 and, and break our pace. And we just give we just give them too many opportunities. We missed a couple of frees and marks in the first half that would have left us going even. And then, as I said, when you don't take your chances playing against a mass defence, uh, you're you're always going to struggle. Um, and unfortunately, we didn't take them. Um, we, we'll get to the, the, this weekend's action now. Just, just on that point, there has been a lot of debate about, you know, particularly, I know they're kind of the fall guys, Roscommon, just the way that the, the possession football was. Does the game itself need any tinkering rules? Or are you happy enough that it's just in a, in a kind of a space of evolution? As, well, really, it depends. A lot of it, people are, may have mentioned about a shot clock, but mm. if the defensive team knows there's a shot clock, they're gonna they're gonna drop back in again t- inside the forty five. Um, teams can play with you can leave men up. I know Calvin have been trying to leave two three players up all year, and we're trying to be progressive. Um, a lot comes on the defensive team if they want to push out and like if they can back themselves the press man v man on on the on the opposition teams. You know not to let them get uh, not to let them get see keep the ball and have soft possession all the time you know but look I I definitely do think there is merit people don't want to see the ball being kept maybe for 6-7 minutes and maybe Common did what they had to do they were playing against Dublin who probably they've never beaten a championship match and you have to see where every team comes from and I think uh, it's kind of hard maybe when you're not involved in it maybe looking from the outside you, you can kind of think maybe oh well see that's the way we should play and that's the way you should play but then when you're on the inside looking out you kind of go right. We have to do everything to get a result here, and if you don't get a result, a lot of the players and management nowadays are crucified over social media. And then if, when they do one and they do something well, they still can get crucified as well if if they're not playing in the right way for the perceived critics or the perceived mm. views. But look, there's there's a right and I don't I don't think there's no right or wrong answer. It's just you can be a bit braver if you want, you know. And it comes down to the coaching and 
and and the mindset of the management. Put it to you this way: Would you prefer to be playing now or when you started? Um, I'll tell you, it's more it's more technical now. It's more tactical. When when I started, I mean, there was a big uproar. Uh, the third man midfielder. What mm. did you come? What's the third man? There were I mean, reading the papers, there was it's, it's, it's going to destroy the game. The third man coming out and. Usually a cornerback would run up the field and score a point and you'd hear the crowd saying, I well, that's what you get for taking a man out the field. And I think it does it does uh, the game is evolving. Um you'll go through your peaks and throcks with it and you, you look back at the noughties. Then likewise, when you look back at the seventies and eighties, there was a lot of catch and kick and maybe there wasn't a lot of tactical awareness going on, but a lot it, it is more tactical and I can't. I can't say I've enjoyed because I've I've started playing in the nineties and I finished up playing nearly at the twenties. Um, so I've seen everything, you know. So um, I have to say, I enjoyed playing and I enjoyed playing near the end of the career as much as enjoyed playing at the start of the career. But there's definitely been a, a, a more of an emphasis on on the tactics at club and county. Yeah, I actually remember remember uh, John Mahon in nineteen ninety six. Galway had beaten Mayo in 95 and John Mohan came in and started deploying this third man midfielder and um, Galway couldn't cope with it for a couple of years up until 98 but lastly on your own um, situation are you enjoying going back into the kind of coaching role after your uh, stint at Fermanagh? Yeah look I definitely enjoy the coaching it's probably the closest you're going to get playing to a high level again mm. and it doesn't take away from playing, and uh, you know. But no, look, I've I've been I've been lucky enough that I've I've been asked to go in by Mackay for and I spent I've spent two great years with him and had my own experiences with Fermanagh. But no, I've I've really enjoyed it, and I've, I've really seen the. It's great to get involved with other counties, and it's great to put yourself outside the comfort zone. As I said, I've made more friends in the last couple of years outside outside my own county and outside my own boundaries. You know, which is and, I, and I've learned a lot more. From the football as well and coaching, but no, I've really enjoyed it, and and, and for me, it's been an eye opener, and um, and it's just a drive, and maybe it could be the thing that could wear you down a lot. And you're a big cuddly bear at the end of it all. Big cuddly what? A big cuddly teddy bear at the end of it all. Ah oh, well, I, I I don't have that. I have a big I have a big cuddly teddy bear at the house. It's a Bernese mountain dog, and I'm seeing it running about here, and it's uh, <laughs> it's trying it's trying to destroy the back lawn here, but it's uh, <laughs> it's doing its best. I, I think there's a there's a documentary in that alone. Um, I just have to give a mention here. G- Gaelic football on off the ball is in partnership with AIB, proud sponsor of the GA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Um, the lads just doing the research today, and you can kind of um maybe fill me in a little bit on this, Ryan. Is it true that we're going back here? I think to 1997, around about the era we we're just talking about, where you lads—I don't—I think you might have been overage this stage, but Tyrone beat Kerry in a minor semi-final um, that went to the wire into a replay, and was that almost like some sort of a, um, a, a platform for a belief seeping in at last in sort of Tyrone football? Yeah, look, I think uh, that 97 team, um, there would have been three three players on it from my own club. Um, there would have been Joe Campbell, Kevin O'Brien, and and the late Paul McGear. Mm. And I think, I mean, going down that, there was real momentum behind the team at that time, going down that they won it because, A, for Paul's memory, and B, because we had a real good batch of players going down. And uh, I mean, drawing the game and they went down won the replay. Um, and it probably did give a momentum that the boys knew that we we could beat Kerry and f- for 
for us for years looking in that Kerry were always a team that I think maybe a lot of memories of, from the 86 final was still soaring a lot of people mm. as going like we were we were in control of the game until maybe they were up until midway through the second half and then Kerry turned on the burners then you know but it definitely was a start probably for Tyrone um, I don't think Kerry realised it but there was a lot of the lads that played on on that team they were there in the first semi-final we beat Kerry and then they were they were still between 03, 05, 08 you know so it, it definitely did give Tyrone a spur because the lads I think a lot of lads went on then when they went back to back all Ireland under 21s you know so so the tw- you start off then 20 years ago um, the the day of the infamous puke football obviously thrown 13 points uh, Kerry 6 and uh, the, the Irish Times said uh, at the time it's funny looking back now Kerry were introduced to new age as Tyrone players swarmed around them in possession tackling from the front bunching the middle and counter-attacking at pace Pat Spillane called it puke football no sour grapes there but his county had no answer uh, Tyrone went on to win their first Alarm senior title and the game would never be the same again what's your memory? Um, my memory's waking up. I didn't think it was that bad of a game. <laughs> I woke up. The, I woke up the next morning. I, I stayed down in Dublin. Believe it or not, because we knew there was five weeks to the final. You were you were allowed to go out and enjoy yourself. And we had a club champ because it was we had to, we had a club championship maybe the following week or the week after. So we had to play we had to play a club championship match. Um, but I mean waking up and then reading the papers, and I couldn't believe <laughs> I couldn't believe the negativity going on. I was kind of saying to myself. Was it that bad of a game? Were we that bad? And I think, or is it a slightly anti-Ulster bias? Like, well, I don't. I don't because we were. I think we were that just that pumped for the game. There was no real tactics that we were going to go around and get everyone behind us for him. I think we were just that pumped. We had been living maybe the last. We had been living maybe the whole of August, July, August. Once we got through Fermanagh in the quarterfinals, that this was the biggest game that we're ever going to play in. Like. And it was just, we were just, it was the only time, it's one of the few times that have been in a in a squad and a team that everyone collectively was on the same same wavelength. There was no, sometimes you'd hear maybe subs maybe or men that weren't getting on maybe griping a bit. But for the first time, it was just a total focus on just on, on what had to be done. And I think that manifests itself probably, especially in the first half against Kerry, it was just, I don't think Kerry were expecting it, but uh, we definitely knew that we had to bring a bit of mayhem to the whole thing. So you missed the boat a little bit in the early nineties with the Ulster resurgence. What was to, what was that twenty oh three like in and like Toronto's one county? I I I know I've I know a few people from there, but I, I couldn't say I know exactly the character of the county. Like, what did that mean as a Toronto man and and that connection that you had with the fans that time? Yeah, look, it, it probably meant everything it, because we were probably one of the last counties. Uh, Armad won it, Derry had won it, uh, Down had won it, Donegal had won it, and they were all neighbouring counties behind Down. And it was for us Thrones, like it's a massive football county. It's a massive just that's everything football, football, football. Um it's talked about night and day. And for us, once we knew we it was like it was not it was an unreal experience, and I don't think I mean, going to we're going to the homecoming in Oma, and like the streets was packed and going, and I probably given I probably gave a lift to the whole county, even the youth coming through for the next twenty years. That it's something that we can create, but it was it's one of them things that Tyrone is more a monkey off the back because we'd been getting a lot of slag and a lot a lot of times that 
we were we were masters of the underage titles. We were very good underage titles, and it meant then I think the exception was that if if we can win this first one, it could go on. Maybe we can get we can get more, you know, and I think and approve right. So, well, plenty of Canavan chat obviously this weekend. What was two? What was two thousand and five like by contrast? Um, again, it was different because uh, we'd kind of went on a roll. We'd been poor. We'd been poor in 04, and then we'd been poor writing up until we hadn't been poor, but we'd been, been drawn games. We drew with Calvin, we drew with Armand in the final, and then we kind of then we met Dublin. It was, it was more a roller coaster, and then it was it was just the. It was just a roller coaster of events that you couldn't that you couldn't describe, and then coming back, then you had you met Armand in that semi final, which is again, it was probably one of the most intense games. Mm. You could feel it in the crowd. It mm. was just the, the crowd were intense. Everyone was intense. It was just at that stage. It was Armand throwing Kerry. It was three fantastic teams and squads, and they were just going at each other all the time. And you you didn't think much of the Armagh boys, they didn't think much of you, and the Kerry boys didn't think much of you, and you didn't think, and vice versa, Armagh, Kerry. So we knew what was at stake because we didn't want Armagh getting the two All-Irelands, and we wanted to get the second All-Ireland, and Armagh wanted to get. And at the same time, Kerry was looking to crack at the both of us, I'd say, because Armagh turned them over in 2 We turned them over, Kerry in 3 and... And Kerry were the champions, and I'd, I'd say Kerry probably wanted to beat us in the final just to put a see to put a lot of stuff to bed, but unfortunately they didn't. It's a bit of a this is your life team to this so far, but 2008 then Tyrone won 15, Kerry 14 points, and obviously Kieran Donaghy, Tommy Walsh, a lot of chat in the build up. Joe and Justin McMahon have big days in. It's interesting just to say as well. Um, did you feed off that intensity in the crowd that you can feel in particular days when, particularly at a full court park? Oh, definitely, definitely. You can, you can, you can feed off it surely in the crowd going. Now you don't hear what they're saying, but. <laughs> I think there's probably a sidetracking, but I mind uh, 05 Kieran Whelan coming through the middle and he scored a point to equalise it and he scored it. And you could actually feel the ground moving because the whole thing was just erupting. And I'll never forget, uh, I mind looking up into the hill and you could hear the whole hill because it was air kick out, you could hear the whole hill roaring and you kind of look and you're smiling to yourself. You're kind of going, oh, this is this is." This is just what you wanted to play football for. You know, you hear the, the hell they were just, it was just a deafening noise. And then you were looking, how, how are we going to get this kick going? Because the hell was actually, the Dubs fans were actually willing, airkeeper not to kick it out. It was, it was a unique experience, but you definitely can feed off it, you know. And I really love playing in the big games because um, just there was a big crowd, big atmosphere. And uh, it's just whenever you heard the roar go up, you knew then. You just had to do something like so. Did you did you realise then in 2012 you were t- you kind of hung up your boots after the you lost by ten points, Kerry? Did you realise that it's not like PTSD, but like that that when it's all over, never getting that kind of buzz back. And I know you're saying like coaching is the next thing, but that buzz back of you know feeling the ground lift below you, at Crow Park. Yeah, look, uh, that's probably why I played on so long yeah. <laughs> at the club. I was lucky to have a very good club and we, 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 we're always playing to a good level, good standard senior football. But um, no, look, definitely, um, did I miss the training? I, I didn't miss the hard training, but I missed the training. You 
sometimes as some of the boys will tell you you can just miss being in a, in a routine you know and you're always going but no definitely you didn't realise how much you enjoyed playing with the boys or, or how much you knew the boys playing as you said kind of like it's a could be like a drug like a, I went back playing over 40s a couple of years ago with Stevie O'Neill and Connor Gormley not bad not bad, not bad. It, it, it is a good. It, I think Big Sean Calvin is back tearing it up there now for the boys. So, but it was once you went back and playing with them, it was just nice, you know, because you had that as a, as a sort of feeling is, oh, I know where this man's going to run here. So, I'll just kick it, you know. Well, I hope he still can get it, but I'm just going to kick it anyway, you know. But no, definitely. Um, but I think too, you have to real. I was always aware, probably, like it was going to end sometime, you know, and I was always very self aware, probably, the position you played in you're always going to come up against the quickest or you're always going to come up against the fastest. And the earlier you get, you had to get a wee bit smarter and I knew myself that um, you can't play forever and you kind of have to, you have to realise maybe there is going to be an end game to it. It was probably one of the things that I did realise when you play a cornerback, you know, there's, a, <laughs> there's always, there's always quicker men coming around the corner. Like. And of the corner forwards you mark, say if you meet a random sort of former rival, is he? Uh, does he crack a smile or does he say, "Jeez, it's your man! It's your man, McMenamin there." No, we crack a smile. We'd all, we'd all, we'd all out of a few beers, maybe with a few of them. You know, Stephen McDonald always was. Anytime we run into him and in round throne, we would. So um, I've met, I've met the star a couple of times. Done a So no, look, you kind of uh, you move on, like, and uh, you probably realise. They weren't that bad, you know. <laughs> when you get yourself into that way bubble, you know, you you think nothing else of it. But no luck, I think. Think away from it. Uh, you know, like I'll be working there with Mickey Graham and with Calvin, like, and he still slags me about two thousand and one. Uh, and I would have come up against Tim and give him a few him a few clips, although he reckoned I never got near him, you know. But I think I took him a couple of times. So, um, but no, you you do you just move on and. Um, what I've done in the past and, and just enjoy seeing just talking about the times you know so talk to me about tomorrow so ah it's it's it's, it's going to be fun it's, for Tyrone anyway it's always fun when Tyrone plays Kerry and uh, I'd say the county's looking forward to it now I think probably after Westmeath we were lucky to when John Haslam missed the free I was going to put your, you could put your house on it. And then mm. they came and put a performance on like against Donegal. I don't know where Donegal's at. Um, cool, but with Tyrone, with the way Derek Hanavan's playing at the minute, he's playing, he's probably playing the best football he's ever played for Tyrone. And when he's on that sort of form, it, it, it does give you an option. But definitely people on Tyrone are looking forward to it now. So, um, if we can, if we can get the mentality right, I think we will. I think, I think we'll give Kerry lots of bother. If you went, if you went back to the start of this season, like what was the, I mean, what was the mindset in Tyrone among among like the likes of yourself in terms of what are the lads going to do to rebuild here and sort of reboot? Um, I'll tell you, at the, at the start, probably with the with the way the league went with Tyrone this year. Probably thrown. They had a wee bit of doubts in the squad. Maybe what what they were going to do. They probably knew that they needed something bigger than Dara. And they, what's been a plus maybe has probably been the form of Matty Donnelly. Like Matty's kind of he had a, he had a maybe poor start to his standards of the league. And maybe there's a few question marks, but definitely he's come this last last two three months. He's been he's been superb. You know, and look, Matty's a 
he played for the rival club up the road, but um, I've no I've no harm in saying that he's probably the most diligent footballer that you're going to get out there. And what he does to get himself in the shape is unbelievable, and what, and and to keep himself. So he he's kind of come to the fore. So throw needed all that there, and look at the same time to win any championship, you need a bit of luck. And at the minute, Throne seem to be getting that luck um, from from the free kick with Haslin. Even the, even though they lost against Galway, they were still in the game and. And and the league format, you know, like mm. they were still in the game. Galway didn't really put them away, and the boys would have took great momentum from that play. Maybe with thirteen players for maybe a few, for maybe over ten, even the first half of the game, and kind of character building, like oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. And look, you can you can go away, and and probably the beauty of this tournament, the way the All Ireland tournament set up, if you lose the first game, you have another two to rectify it. And Jerome probably got the way the draws worked out. I kind of fell into their lap. Well, you you probably do get the sense as well that they they neither Fairclough Park nor Kerry. Oh, definitely, definitely. Look, it's like this. I'm sure Kerry are looking at Thrones saying, "Look, we we want to crack at them for from 2021." And at the same time, Thrones are looking at them and saying, "You know, do these boys have the same hunger as they had maybe back so uh, as they had last year?" And, it's, to me, it's to me, it's a great draw for both counties because it's got it's going to set it's going to set both counties up, and both counties know that there's going to be a big going out after. Like if Throne beat Kerry, that's Kerry out of the cohesion. Like, and if Kerry beat Throne, I think it'll be Throne out of the cohesion. And I'd say Kerry would probably did fancy their chances maybe against any of the other teams left. Kerry, Dublin, Derry. Um, or Mayo, you know. Is that a realistic thing that the hunger might not be quite what it was last year? Um, it's it's kind of it's it's hard. It's you just don't know as a player. You do everything to get to the top of the mountain, and then you know when you get beaten a final, you look at Galway, you kind of think, well, we're, we're going to do all the big get back there next year. But you do know it's a long way to get back up to the hill, and when you do win it. You're re- you're rarely thinking about next year. You're kind of thinking, well, I'm going to celebrate this here. I'm going to go this here. Um, you factor in a couple of things. You factor in knocks. You factor in form. And hunger hunger's a funny thing. Like um, again, you don't put a pass carry if they're because they have, but they haven't won an All Ireland. Like they won an All Ireland twenty two, but the previous one was fourteen. Mm. So so there so there was a gap, and for a lot of the players. This is probably a new experience of winning all Ireland and winning this year for maybe the Kerrys and the Noddies. They they were there thereabouts near enough every year. They were 04, 2000. So um, then they'd won two in a row. So they they had the experience of being there. Like so, it's, it's just how they handled the experience of of being champions. Living in a post, David Moore and World and Tyrone outstanding midfield. How does the kickout strategy work tomorrow? We saw Mayo winning. I mean, it was a freakish game in Salt Hill with the weather. But Mayo were so comprehensively beaten in terms of possession from kickout. Still won. Um, can Kerry win if they get like say forty percent of the ball around midfield? Um, I think. I think local. It's one thing getting the ball once you get it, but it's what you're going to do mm. after. And Thrones two midfielders have been playing. They've been, they've been playing superb at the minute. Um, I don't think Kerry's is going as well. Um, more than probably a huge lift. I can see Kerry probably trying to get a lot of short away here and keeping away from Throne. But 
with the Croke Park going, I think Throne, Throne will be happy enough with that and they'll, they'll happy enough to dog out. See the dog out with Kerry, but look, Kerry of Shawnee O'Shea, of Clifford, of Potty O'Shea, and look at, at the minute when you look at David Clifford, you know, he's probably, he's, he's one of the best footballers of his generation. Anything he does is great and anybody that's going to come into him, he's, He's going to score, like, and that's. Um, but but I think Kerry, even even if they have short kickouts and even if they do the ball, they do have the players and the ball players to cause their own problems. Yeah, and like, how do you actually anticipate? We'll say Moynihan, O'Shea, Spillane, Clifford, Clifford, Ganey. How will they? How how will what will Tyrone do in terms of managing that six set alone? Um. Again, I'll. I'd say with Throner, Throner are going to be they're going to be looking a massive shift out of the out of the top eight, the the midfielders and the and the front six. I, I think how hard they work and how hard they stop getting the ball into that front three, um, and how how hard they can do that there. If if they can swap quality ball going in and 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 making it real real difficult, if the ball's not going in the Clifford, well. He's not going to get the ball, and I think Throne will be happy enough. I think I think McNamee could handle Guinea all right, although Guinea's he could he could pull it out of the fire. Mm. But it's, 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 Throne will just really put a it'll be the massive emphasis in the front eight that if, that if they can keep the pressure up, see that see they help the fellas out in the back, and if and if they can do that there, I think we can cope all right. I'm going to get predictions for off you for the four games. Before that, like it's hard to believe Young Canavan. He's nearly five years in the panel at this stage and it feels like this could be his kind of day of deliverance nearly in terms of, uh, I guess, the national kind of narrative. Yeah, look, um, he's been in the panel, he's been about. I've, I've tried chasing after him at club level a couple <laughs> of times. It's never it's never went well. <laughs> and, he, and he told me about that a couple of times as well. I remember your he dad. <laughs> he, he burnt me, I know. I don't want to talk about it. But uh, no, look, he's he's, a, he's, a, um, he's probably coming off a good club championship as well, whereas, where Ergo won the championship. Um, he was superb in that. He, he, he probably beat him. Um, my club in the semi-finals. Um, he had a great performance, but he, he's kind of built on it from this. He's he's built on it. He's had a good pre-season. He's had no injuries, and he's just now playing as a player full of confidence. And uh, it's great to see from a throne point that he, that he can do that. And it, again, it takes the pressure off Dara, and it takes the pressure. And then you've you've Rory in there as well, who's who's beginning to go well. So throne probably have three proven scores, and then the rest are all around working and. If you if you've that there, because because Dara's going to take two three men, they're definitely going to be watching them. And it, for throwing is great to see, and that he can, and it, it'll be it'll be great to see him play, see see playing in Croke Park at this level, and it, probably at the form that he's in at the minute. So it's exciting for us. Everyone back in Drumore tomorrow night. Happy or sad? Um, I think I I they'll be happy. Beautiful. And give us the result of the other three. So. Um, I'm going to have to go Derry and then Armagh Monaghan I'm going to have to go I'll go Monaghan I'll go Monaghan and then the other one here we go this is the one we all want to know Mayo or the uh, <laughs> I'll go Mayo yeah sure if uh, Tyrone gets the last uh, four we might get you back on again for the next edition of This Is Your Life Ryan McMenamin Oh, thanks very much. Thanks very much. Top man. (laughs) All the best.
Gaelic football on off the ball with AIB proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship check out hashtag the toughest for more